The journey we're taking is the journey within you. Everybody has their own story and their own journey to share. Every journey conceals another journey within its lines, the past not taken and the forgotten angle. The journey within you, where you will listen to stories from others sharing their triumphs and struggles that led them to where they are today. Hey guys, welcome to The Journey Within You. I am so pleased and excited to have Janet Morgan with me today as a special guest. She is a mom of a special needs child. She's a military wife, and there's quite a few things that she wants to share with us as she has led her to through this journey to where she is today. And Janet, I'm just so thankful to have you on here. I think we've known each other, oh, a couple of years now through a mentor of ours, Brooke Hemingway, who we both adore. And being able to go to a line together, I can't wait to see you in a couple of weeks. I get to hug your neck again. I know. I know. It's going to be so good. But I want you to just take some time and take your time. And I want you to share this because I know this is, you know, something very, very um, important to you, um, raising your special needs son. And you saw the need out there of other people needing um, better resources and things. So Take it away, honey. Just share your heart. Okay. So first of all, I want to say how humbled I am that you even thought to share my story. Uh, I hope that it does impact others because I feel like as a community, it is so important that we don't feel alone as special needs moms. Mm. So I'm super grateful to be on here with you. Uh, my journey as a special needs mom, in my opinion, started almost 18 months before my son was even diagnosed. Uh, we were at a stage in our lives as a married couple that I really needed to go back to work. We were living paycheck to paycheck and I needed to bring in more money. But of course, as any stay-at-home mom knows, you have to then turn around and you know, weigh the benefits. Do I really want to have somebody else raising my child? Is that, you know, is it enough money to make it worth that sacrifice? And then mm -hmm. of course, we were military. So, you know, my hours yeah. were not, were not free. Um, but as we started looking, we realized that it just wasn't worth it. Like me going back to work and the little bit extra that I would bring into the house in order for me to basically work opposite shifts as my husband and someone else raise my kids, it, it wasn't going to work. It wasn't good enough for us. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of why I fell into uh, working from home. I found a health and wellness company that sort of fell in my lap definitely very God driven. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, the person that led me to this company actually took me to church for the first time when we moved Aww. to Georgia. So she helped me find our new church there. And I just knew it was where I was supposed to go, even though I really didn't want to go yeah. there, which I think is the funny piece of it. I never was that mom that wanted to be a stay at home mom. I was never that mom they wanted to work from home. I always envisioned myself like behind a desk, you know, mm -hmm. bringing in the income for the family. Mm -hmm. And so it was, I mean, God kind of had to shake me a little and be like, no, like, <laughs> this is the you're going to be I home. Want you. Yeah. yeah, let it go. You're going to love it. And I did. I fell in love with it so fast. Thank goodness, because I stuck with it and I built this business up. And that's where you know, my son's diagnosis came in 18 months after I started this business, I was able to get it up and running and functioning from home. Mm -hmm. So I was active with my kids. My son had his diagnosis. 
Now, he was diagnosed autism level three. That's the most severe level of autism. Mm -hmm. He was completely nonverbal at the time. Mm -hmm. And at the time, he was about two and a half years old. So pretty old to have no words at all. Right. But what this diagnosis meant for our family, what it means for a lot of families is 40 plus hours of therapies. Mm. You're driving your kids to and from therapies. It's a full time job if you're really giving them everything. All the resources they need. Yeah. Yeah. It gets kind of crazy. And so it wasn't until this diagnosis and I really added up how much I had to be at home, Mm -hmm. let alone the cost of these therapies. A lot of insurances don't cover these therapies Mm. or they only cover like one session a month, Mm. one session a month. My child is nonverbal and you're going to give him one 30 minute session a month. Like Like, what is that going to (laughs) do? Exactly. And Mm -hmm. so it was then that I realized God had to place me on that path for this. He Mm -hmm. had set me and my family up for success because he knew that I was going to need to be home. He knew that Mm -hmm. we were going to need that income. And there was no way I would be able to drive my kid to and from therapies if I was working out of the house. Right. That's kind of where our journey started. And as I just got introduced to more people, as I met some other special needs families, Um, got more involved with the community, something that I kept hearing over and over again, just really crushed me. It, Mm -hmm. it was heavy to hear how many of these families, specifically the moms felt so alone in the journey. Mm -hmm. Like no one understood what they were going through. Mm -hmm. Like they were totally lost. (laughs) When you get your diagnosis, if you have a special needs kid, you know, Mm -hmm. they basically throw you in like the deep end of the ocean. Okay. Right. (laughs) Not the pool, the ocean. Okay. It's a lot to absorb. I mean, you have to sit there and start figuring things out. Like your whole life kind of takes a a revolving stop. (laughs) Yeah, you do. And you know, a lot of people don't realize that when you have to figure it out, it's not just that like a few things shift. It's that your insurance changes. What does my insurance cover? Mm-hmm. What kind of therapies does my kid even need? There's there's school therapies. There's, you know, home-based things. So many different things. And a lot of times we're not explained any of them. <laughs> we yeah. just like Google search, right? So these moms are all feeling very alone, very lost, um, And that is when I realized that they needed a community. (laughs) So that was my next big growth with my business was creating Energized and Empowered. And it was all about changing the narrative around special needs moms from a beaten down, exhausted, feeling lost, you know, narrative to Energized and Empowered. Like that simple, helping moms not only find their optimal health, but link arms with other moms so they didn't feel so alone and so that they could feel empowered again around this diagnosis. Mm. Mm. I mean, all moms are incredible, right? But especially these moms, they fight. Like they fight really hard for their kids. They're warriors. So it really broke my heart to see, you know, so many of them crushed essentially and lost and so well I think they feel almost like a failure they start to blame themselves you know this is just me thinking because I have no clue I mean I I did drive a school bus and I had children that were you know diagnosed as special needs and 
and I could see the days that they struggled and, you know, in the mom's faces of, you know, I don't know what to do today. I mean, they got up this feeling this way and, you know, every day was different. You know, you couldn't say this is how they're going to be every single day. Every day was different. And so I I just, oh. Yeah, it's really hard. And there's, you know, getting them into therapies and stuff like that, you can help figure out certain ways to manage their day a little bit better. But at the end of it, just having a community that gets it can be really empowering, you know, well, you've got um, each other praying for each other, you've got resources that one may have that you didn't know about, yes. that you can share with each other. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sure there's just Sorry. A lot <laughs> of learning tools. So yeah, there's a lot mm-hmm. of learning tools, you know, that y'all can share with on, within each other. And that's pretty awesome, I think. Um, what is like a typical day for you, you know, and when you get up with him? And, and I think he's actually saying some words now, isn't he? Yes, yes. He, I don't think technically would be considered nonverbal, uh, but he still is speech delayed. Uh, he's seven, he'll be seven in February, which is pretty exciting. Um, but he's pretty good at communicating at this point, at least with people who know him, he can communicate enough. Mm-hmm. So our days have gotten a little easier and that's all because of the therapies. Mm-hmm. Like I was very blessed to have a doctor who diagnosed and was like, you need to do all of these things. Awesome. <laughs> so that's yeah. what we did, all of these things. But a lot of people aren't given that guidance, you know? Um, so our day, oh my goodness, our days are different. <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of what special needs looks like. Every day is different. Um, typically, I'm getting him up far earlier than I need to because I don't know how he's going to wake up. I want to be sure that he's regulated and heading to school like in a good, solid uh, state. Mm. And so that's typically, you know, what early mornings look like at school. He has a BT, which is basically like an aide that follows him around and helps him out, helps him communicate. Um just gives him the different resources that he needs inside the school. Again, another blessing from God, right? Right, right. And then we also do outside therapies. So we have horseback riding therapy that really strengthens his core. A lot of special needs kids have gut health issues. Uh, It's just part of the trade. Mm -hmm. And then we have speech therapies, occupational therapies, feeding therapy, Yeah, a busy busy schedule. (laughs) Yes, but as long as you're seeing improvement, I mean, you know, that's a that's the blessing. You start seeing him being able to feel a part of everything and not outside of everything. He's you know being finding ways to communicate and move and do the things. That's exciting. Um, It is. It's so exciting, and I feel like this community, especially for autism, it's so misunderstood. I mean, my son is honestly probably smarter than me I'm like not making that up <laughs> he's like ridiculously a genius over here when it comes to his math yeah and these kids just like they need the people around them to know how they learn mm-hmm. and if we as a community can learn how to teach them I think that they honestly will change the world but that's one mama's opinion so <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> we have those <laughs> we have a right mm-hmm. to have them um <laughs> uh, So for one thing that you could probably share today, what would it be that you would want to tell a mama that probably just got that diagnosis this week? And what would be something you'd want to share from your heart to her that might help her just feel encouraged this week? 
I would say that everything your child needs is within you. You've got it. You've got it all. Mm-hmm. And despite what everybody else might tell you, there's no right answer. There's no right answer. Right. There is an answer that is best for your child and it's going to look different for every child and only you as mom will have that answer so just listen to your gut you know take in the information but at the end of the day like it all comes down to just what you feel your child can handle can do what the right answer is for him is that's so good it's, it's anyone Right, Mm -hmm. right. Because I'm sure there's a lot of opinions that come at you so fast, you know, once the diagnosis that, oh, you got to do this, you should do that. This is what I did. And yet, like, as the mom, you know, your child, and you need to back up and just take a moment and decide, this is what I think he needs. And this is what I'm going to go with. And if it doesn't work, you have other options. (laughs) You're not like you said, it's not you've got it within you. So you just got to keep trying the things until you find and it like it's going to change you know as the age it gets older I think the needs are going to change right yes Laura Laura you said it right there okay if it doesn't work just try something different you Mm -hmm. can always make a different decision you know because your children do change I mean that's true for any kid right Mm -hmm. oh yeah And if it's not working it's okay just yeah. make a different decision, but don't, you know, don't stress over it. Yeah. I remember sure. raising a teenagers, you know, and, and like I was telling Melody this morning, God saw fit for me to do it twice because I had my granddaughters <laughs> and I'm like, Aww. I don't know what he's thinking here because I struggled <laughs> with the first round, but you know, we did it again. And, and I remember people saying, or I was always researching, you know, what's the best thing to do with a teenager and all their mood swings. And, you know, everything was different. You know, everybody had their opinion, but you had to find what worked within your household. And if just because it worked over in that house really, really well, it may not work so well in your house. And don't beat yourself up over it because it didn't, you know. And so, yeah, it's just a learning. It's a learning curve for sure. But um, what about like, um, does food play a big part in his nutritional aspect of it all? Yeah, that's actually a pretty big scary piece, at least for my son. Um, He is in feeding therapy, but he has, because of his sensory disorders, he has a lot of dislikes towards food. Mm -hmm. Um, Things, if they slightly change color, slightly change shape, things like that, Mm -hmm. uh, weird textures. And so it's something we've had to work through pretty aggressively. Uh, throughout his life because we've been so nervous about him getting enough nutrition. I mean, there was a time there that all he wanted was bread and apples. Wow. <laughs> like yeah. I wish I was exaggerating, but those are the only two things he wanted to eat. And so we had to find, you know, our ways around that. And obviously I'm a big advocate for supplements, especially right. with our special needs community, because again, their gut health is, mm-hmm. I mean, they are born with guts that need mm-hmm. help. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to top it off, we were, I mean, we, we still give him baby food, like the pouches, mm-hmm. because it's the only way he gets certain nutrition, the nutrition in him. But, in him. Right. Thank goodness mm-hmm. for those. Yeah. Yes, yes, because they have like everything in them. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, and he didn't know it. (laughs) 
Yeah, <laughs> I didn't so realize he, that was in there. So that's know, good. He's, he's got no idea there's broccoli in that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love it. I'm glad he had that and has that. So I figured that played a big part, especially with the sensory things, because I'm kind of funny about, you know, different textures. And so I can imagine a child with sensory issues, you know, food. Wow. You know, mama's got to figure out now how to feed their child and keep them healthy, you know, and, and nutritional yeah, yeah. wise. Mm-hmm. And On there's top- a lot of shame around that with parents too. Cause you think about like, Oh, they're just a picky eater. No, yeah. no, it's far more than that. It's a lot more <laughs> it's than another that. level. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you find something that works, so what if he eats it every day? You know, at least yeah. he's getting that in him. And then you were able to put those pouches in and let him get a little bit more nutrition and that worked. That's good. Um, as I was thinking, you know, you have a daughter, right? Yes, I do. How, how, how has that been for her as a sister and working through, um, knowing that her brother is a little bit different than, you know, and, and needs a little extra care and help. How has that been for her? I mean, she is incredible. I, I, I've been blown away by the kind of uh, human that she has become around it, you know, just so caring and so loving. She always has been. Aww. But when it comes to her brother, she is just a huge advocate for him. She has like set up uh, clubs and stuff at school to raise awareness. And um, she wants to start her own actual like YouTube channel to talk about like, what's it like to be, you know, a sibling of special needs. That's and I'm awesome. just I'm blown away by her, honestly, because, mm-hmm. you know, she does want to wait, raise awareness and she wants to tell everyone how ridiculously smart he is and incredible. And um, she just loves him to death as far as like how much is affect her. I feel like she, that's kind of her story. She's going to have to tell us that story one day. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I hope that, you know, being a sibling to a special needs child, you know, is because impacted her in a positive way (laughs) that's that's good because some probably would you know i'm sure there's other parents out there struggling if they do have the siblings and some of them just don't understand it and i think it all comes back to as you sit down as a family and explain what's going on and you know use it as a learning tool and she's taking it in a positive way to do that and that's so cool encourage her to do that i love it That'll be so I neat to I'm see so her. Proud. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud. I yeah. can't wait. She's going to do big things. I believe it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She, that will be so helpful for other siblings. I mean, I'm sure there are those out there that are just like angry, you know, all the emotions. Why, why does mm-hmm. he have to have all this attention? You know, here I am. I need, you know, all that. It's just the normal stuff anyway in siblings to get jealous of each other. But to have that on top of it, I know can be a little bit harder. So that's cool that she's taken a positive light on it. So Janet, I just, I appreciate you coming on today. I know that this is a journey that um, you have relied in your faith and, and leadership with God to help you through it, to make decisions and do the right thing for your son. I know that the family, the communities around that you're going to be impacting are going to benefit from what you're teaching them and sharing with them. And just keep doing that, you know, because you're changing lives by doing that and you're encouraging them and lifting them up. So that's just a true blessing. But I just I just thank you for taking the time. And, you know, it's been fun to hear about what all you're doing. And we'll come back again because I know as he gets older, there will be some things that we need to learn more about. So I'd love to have you back one day. I would love that. And I love what you're doing with this podcast. It is incredible. So thank you so much for having me. Well, thank you. You have a good afternoon. 
You too. Bye. Thank you.